0: and we are ready
1: are we are we really never is, is everybody ready yes okay I'm gonna take that as
2: yes. a Bare- Barely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay well let's see that's barely more than we normally are
3: recording in progress
1: Welcome to a- another episode of AT Banter. Hey, this is of course a podcast where we talk with advocates and members of the disability community to educate, inspire better conversation about disability. Hey, my name is Rob Minot, and joining me today, Mister Steve
0: Barkley.
2: I'm number one. Woo! <laughs> Actually, <laughs> number gonna... two
0: because Rob was first. Well, I have to be first because I do the intro. But... Yeah, there's, there's that. Now,
1: I'm number but... two.
0: Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
0: of course,
1: what podcast episode of AT Venture would be complete without Mr. Ryan Flurry? Hi ho!
2: I can answer that. Zero, none of them.
1: <laughs> thanks. And feeling feeling the love today. I guess this this must be because you guys actually saw each other in person. Uh, well, this weekend we did yeah and today
0: and today oh wait you guys so saw we'll talk about today? that later yes yeah
1: okay all right yeah <laughs> no we uh blind beginnings had a little uh trivia night uh over the weekend and ryan and steve were there at their at their own table with their own team and we lost well you didn't you guys placed pretty high i think you guys
0: were like fourth or something that's not good enough yeah, well, considering <laughs> that you guys won the year before, the questions were hard this year. <laughs> they were,
1: yeah. The questions were hard, and they were they were put together by you know a 21 year old and uh, I don't know, a 30 ish year old. So you didn't have the you didn't have a lot of the old people coming up with questions uh that you normally do so yeah there's some taylor swift questions that threw me off too <laughs> i was i was keeping the score in the back uh personally and yeah i didn't i didn't do well in sports
2: neither did we <laughs> yeah we did we did very poorly
1: yeah which was a shock
2: but to, to be fair i mean some of those questions were brutal it's like yeah it you know, was the 1934 super bowl champion it's like what <laughs> was crazy. there a Super Bowl in '34? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Even, I, I probably have the year wrong, but, right. yeah, yeah.
0: Man. yeah.
1: But no, it was a lot of fun though, and uh, it was good to see
0: you guys. So,
2: yeah, so it was, so was amongst
0: people again, and
1: yeah, which is weird, right? Like, so Ryan, that was like your first time like back in like a crowded pub since, since co- before COVID. Yep. Yeah. Uh, how was that experience?
0: You know, it was really nice to be out amongst people. Um, you know, the atmosphere was good. It was lively. Everybody was in a great mood and it was just nice to hang out with, you know, people sit around a table and, and just eat and drink and yeah. be merry. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It's cool. Cool. Seeing a lot of familiar
1: faces from the community and it was nice. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, you know what? We didn't even mention, what? uh, there's no Liz today. You're right. Yeah, we, we should mention it. Yeah, we didn't mention that. Yeah, no Liz, Liz no Liz Malone today. She's uh out on assignment or something. Where where is she? <laughs> she's got flu vid. Oh, she's got flu vid. She's got the flu again. I That's tell you sure. or, or or, well, she or Or she goes yeah.
0: she goes outside way too much. I know. I keep telling you guys it's dangerous out there. Yeah. She's,
2: she's gotta stop licking people. Yeah, I mean <laughs> this is like
0: the
1: third time I think she's been sick in the past few months. So well, she's a mover and shaker. She is. Well, we Well, she's to... probably
2: shaking right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: right. Love you, Liz. <laughs> That's
1: right. No, she listens to all these, so you guys will get the business when she gets back. Yep. I've learned my lesson. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I just shut up. Uh well, speaking of the show, hey Ryan. Yeah, Rob. Uh, what the heck are we doing today?
0: Well, we have a guest joining us today who has been advocating for an accessible prescription system called Script Talk with his pharmacy. And this this story was on CBC, and I wanted to get him on to share his advocacy journey in this regard. So joining us is Dean Stacey. Welcome, Dean.
3: Hi. How's everybody doing?
0: Great. Glad you could join
3: us.
1: Yeah, we've we've actually wanted to to have you on since we first saw this story back in October, uh, and because it, it really it kind of pushed pushed our buttons um, as advocates, and it just it really strikes me as, as as a little bit frustrating. But before we get there, maybe just give us a real brief inter, uh, a brief snapshot of of you, and as well, if you could explain to the audience what Script Talk is. And how it works, really briefly.
3: Okay. Before I retired, I was a senior officer in the federal government. More specifically, I was a mediator and investigator with the Canadian Human Rights Commission. So uh, I've been familiar with accessibility, disability, you know, ever since I started working at the Canadian Human Rights Commission. But I lost my eyesight in 2003 due to an accident. So I'm coming into uh, uh, blindness and advocacy on that extent. I, kind of as a, I guess I'm a teenager now because I've been blind for, you know, 17, 18 years. But it, it's been a struggle. And one of the things that has happened is uh, I'm on a fair amount of, medication because I'm a type 2 diabetic and one of the things that I I was having problems with is finding the right medication and knowing when I had to order it and knowing when I had to uh, uh, what to take when to take it and you know as all all blind individuals we want to have some independence and control over certain aspects of our life and um, I didn't want every time I had to take medication or, or do certain things within the, the, the realm of medications, ask my wife. I mean, it's she, our spouses and our caretakers and everybody, they already do enough for us. And it's kind of nice to be able to do things on your own. So I can't remember exactly how I heard about it, but I heard about this um, uh, product called Script Talk, which is made by a company called Envision America. And basically what it is, is a prescription reader and all the information that would be on a label that a sighted person can see. So the prescription number, the, the actual medication, your dosage, your doctor, your renewal, everything that a sighted person needs to be able to take that medication competently and safely is on the script talk label. They they have um, I, I believe they're called near field communication tags. If if I think that's what they're called. <clears throat> they yeah, have that's, some, what, that's right. Okay, so they have some proprietary, I guess a proprietary piece of software that arranges the the information so that it, it, it meets the requirements of Canada for prescription, because apparently there is uh, legal requirements for what has to go on a prescription and how it's placed on a prescription label. So this, um, this tag, the script talk label, does all of that. So um, there's two ways to use it. Um, once the pharmacy has put the label on, you can use your smartphone or you have a machine that uh, Script Talk will provide you so that you can read the, the, the label. I have an iPhone. I've been using an iPhone um, since about 2004 or 5, So I'm, I'm very used to the iPhone. And, and I'm, so I'm using the iPhone app. Um, from Script Talk to read my labels. So what had happened back in 2000, back about five or six years ago, I asked Rexall, which is a drugstore that I use to get these in. And they said they would. And so I moved on and things were going and nothing was happening and nothing was happening. And and all of a sudden the, the person I was dealing with left Rexall so I had to start all over again and again nothing from Rexall so um, I'm also a member of the Alliance for Quality of Blind Canadians so we as an organization sent a letter to uh, Rexall asking them to you know bring these into their drugstores we didn't we didn't hear anything from them and so jump forward of A couple of years of going back and forth with them and nothing. And then, unfortunately, COVID happened. So pretty much everything went to a standstill. And then I was getting frustrated. And I just said, you know what, Rexall is not participating. They're not doing what they should be doing as a good corporate citizen. So I went to CBC Go Public and uh, didn't know whether or not they would take the story. But thankfully, they did. And uh, from there, uh, the kind of the rest is history because Rexall uh, agreed to bring it into the drugstore where I go here in Ottawa. And starting in the beginning of January, I started getting my first prescriptions with the script talk labels on. And it's been a big game changer. I'm. I'm really happy with them. They're very easy to use. Uh, It's clear. uh, Everything is there. So now I don't have to rely on anybody to uh, reorder my prescriptions. I can do it myself. I know what I'm taking. Um, I'm not worried about mixing up my medications because a couple of the pills are tiny. They're small. They feel like the same. And uh, I can't, if I didn't have this label, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. So it, it's been a, like I said, a real game changer. And if you'd like, I can I can demonstrate it.
1: Yeah, actually that would be great. I was I was just gonna ask um, if you could maybe yeah, give the audience a little bit of a taste of, of what it's well, like when you do scan a label. Okay.
3: 12 okay. minutes ago, script, just... talk. Hmm? script talk, contacts, script talk. So there's two scans the the way it is when you open the app you get quick scan. Uh, full scan full scan and then you swipe to the right quick scan. you get quick my scan my meds button and then you've got a, once you've scanned it in on the the full scan it's in your my meds button which you can click on that and it lists all the medications you've got on script Talk labels so scan. but I'll start with a full scan get ready to ready to scan Script talk. Patient name, John J. Smith. So, medication, amoxicillin 250 milligrams capsule. Devil instructions, take one capsule three times daily. Quantity, 30. Fill date, September 5th. Tooth expiration date, September 5th, 2020. Refills remaining, zero. Prescriber, Dr. Ben Casey. Scriptability Pharmacy. So that's that's the, Back. Uh, the the full scan. full scan quick scan. And then the Button. quick scan is this. ready to ready to scan amoxicillin 250 milligrams capsule. That's the, the quick scan just basically tells you what the drug is. And um, so it, it's been, like I said, a real uh, ready to scan benefit for me. And the nice thing in all of this is, like in the meds uh, piece and in, in the app, when you go in there, you c- you can edit stuff in that. So that if you're not taking that medication anymore, you can delete it off your your labels. So it, it's been, you know, as I said, a, a real game changer, and it, it's just uh, something that I would recommend to anybody. To go to their pharmacy and say you want um, a prescription label reader. And it, it's because there's not just Script Talk out there. I mean, I, I you know, don't want people to think that I'm uh, just going to think Script Talk is the end all and be all. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm using that because that's the one that I found out about and heard about. But I know there are five or six other companies out there that do the same sort of thing. So, um, you know, I, I think it's it's important that people have, especially in our community, that we have that independence to be able to use and, and take our medication uh, confidently.
0: Right. Well, it's interesting that you say that Script Talk isn't the only one out there because I've never heard of any others. Script Talk has been, you know, Envision America has been the leader in this for years, so... That's news to me.
3: Yeah, there. there I do, I can't even tell you the names that there are other ones out there, but I I just know that I've been told actually by Envision America that there are other uh, uh, prescription label readers out there, but when I've looked, I have had a hard time finding. Them. So Scriptdoc is the one um, that seems to be the the main. You know, it's the first out there so it's the one that's known i guess so well, doing... they were
2: they were really the pioneers in the yeah. in that area they yeah. they've, been, they've been plugging away at it for quite a while and they 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 faced a lot of adversity i think uh for for the first while until they started to finally get people adopting it but yeah. adop- adoption uh has been quite broad i think in, in in the states but canada is lagging behind for sure
3: it's starting to pick up um sobeys uh Uh, Drugs or grocery stores with their drug stores now has said that they're going to um, be providing it um, within within the drugs, the the drugstore portion of the grocery store so you can get it. You can go in and if you are using Sobeys and that's where your 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 prescriptions are, you should be asking the pharmacist for it. Uh, There are other across the country, uh, some other. Drugstores, like I know in BC, Shoppers Drugstore has them, uh, and it 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 seems to be working quite well. And then there's a couple of others. I know London Drugs uh, has a few chains that are using it, and so it it's sporadic. But this is a nice thing on the app too. Um, There is a drugstore finder, so you can go onto the bottom of the app. It's right under the medications. And it asks you if you're looking for a drugstore, you just punch in your, your postal code and it'll give you quite a list of, of, of pharmacies that have script talk.
0: So, Dean, did you have to have an account to use the app or can anybody download the app and use that pharmacy finder?
3: I think anybody can do that because I... When I downloaded it the first time, when I was told about it, I didn't have an account with Envision. I didn't have a pharmacy. I just tried it out to see what was there. And uh, I I pumped in my postal code and I came up with a few uh, shoppers in Ottawa. But the problem was that when I went to the shoppers, they didn't know they had it. Right. So it was like, okay, but you it says here that you do have it. The pharmacist said, well, we'll have to get back to you. And of course, I never heard back from the, those shop or pharmacies. So that was one of the reasons I started pushing rec, with Rexall. And I've been going to that pharmacy for over 20 years. And I get, you know, this is nothing against the people in that pharmacy because I always get great treatment. The people in the pharmacy know me. I know them. It, it was a corporate decision not to go with script talk, not a, uh, a pharmacy uh, decision. Because the pharmacist at Rexall that I deal with, he would more than happy to have gotten it in. And now that he's got it and he's using it, he's quite happy with it. And, uh, you know, there's a bit of a learning curve, obviously, that they have to learn how to do the programming. He's, once it's done, he said it's quite easy to do. And he's, you know, really looking forward to being able to expand
2: yeah i just i just did a little bit of google foo here to to see because i haven't looked into what the what the alternatives are to script talk in years but uh there's another one called spoken rx that's used by uh cvs which i i think they're mostly american cvs oh uh, walgreens they have something called talking pill reminder
0: mm. Mm. yeah i think there was a list i saw in the last week or so that went out and Maybe you saw it too, Dean, of the pharmacies that are actually carrying script talk across the country. But yeah. I think Envision America, I think, has a finder on their site too, don't they?
3: Yes, they do. Right. But I think the thing, the big thing is that if anybody is the fastest way to find something is to put either on your Apple phone or your Android phone the app and then just punch mm-hmm. in your postal code because. It, I found that a lot easier than using the Envision site because you get everything localized and I got everything within about a 25 kilometer range. So there was a lot of them there. But in Ottawa at the time, the only ones that were coming up were shoppers. And as I, I said earlier, they didn't know they had it. So, um, it, 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 and I know Script Talk is uh, working with pharmacies that want that to work with them and they're working with uh, shoppers to get a better understanding of what they have to do and the way they have to do it so i think the, the more people that start going into their pharmacies and asking for it the better chances that they they'll get it and it, it won't be oh i've got to go to shoppers or I've got to go to sobeys you'll be able to get it from your local pharmacy and it was my preference to stay at my pharmacy because as I said they knew me they know uh, uh what I'm taking they they, they and they're really good at saying well you know you you need to be sure you're not you know mixing this drug with that drug you know sometimes we we forget that it's not a good idea always to, to take medication that, that at the same time you have to you know mix it up sometimes and because uh, you don't you don't want to make yourself sick by taking prescribed medications, so it it this is why I wanted to stay with that pharmacy.
0: Well, sure, and it's it's a safety thing too, right? You yeah. know they they there are medications they say don't take with dairy or you know don't mix with this that and the other things. So without that talking prescription label, you you may slip up, you may forget, who knows, right? And put your health yeah. at risk. So.
3: And, and that is one of the things, I mean, on the demonstration label, they didn't put it in, but there is a, um, uh, a piece on the very bottom where it says it'll give you a warning to that medication. So uh, I have a couple of them, which I kind of laugh when I hear the warning, which is um, may, may make you drowsy, so don't drive right um which of course you know i i'm more than happy to get in a car and drive but uh, <laughs> i don't think people want me to do that but there's other ones where you know it, it can make you sleepy and it can you know those type of yeah. things so it gives you yeah. warnings on on the label it 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 really is a game changer
0: did rexall what what did Rexel say to you when you approached them about bringing script talk on did they just flat out say no
3: they didn't say anything really, Ryan. They just kind of said, Oh, we'll look into it. And then they went silent.
0: Well, it's I'm glad you, you gave us the update because when I was looking back at the CBC story today, you know, that was back in October and Rexall had said they were going to look into it again or they were proceeding with it. And, you know, it's been another almost 180 days since that interview. And here you are today, saying that you know they're now carrying it for you. So I'm glad they stepped up and, and yeah, brought
3: it in. Yeah, things like October, November, where things moved, and then unfortunately, Christmas happened and, sure. and holiday seasons happened. So, um, I, I, they, they did call me. Rexall did call me and say that you know we're we're still moving on with it, but I mean it's Christmas time, and so things are going to be a little bit delayed. But I think the um when I when I called to reorder a prescription in January, my pharmacist told me I've got it. Um and you'll get your, your next prescription with the script talk on, and I did. So nice. that was basically the beginning of maybe the first week of January. So it it it's it was really exciting to get it and to use it. And um so I I now know, you know what I've got in my, <laughs> my medicine chest and what it can take and what it can't take.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing that, that shocks me the most is just, you know, this technology is not new. This is the script talk's been around since 2010. Um, and, you know, it, it is such a game changer for a lot of people The the ability to have um, you know, these, these prescriptions, how all this information sort of a- accessible to them is so important just on a, on a, on a day-to-day basis that it's kind of shocking to me that this is not accessible technology that's been mandated Cause I feel like that's, that's more valuable than, you know, braille signage on an elevator in a, in a federal building, mm-hmm. you know, not that that's not important as well, but I'm just, you know, I am sort of surprised that it seems to kind of be the wild West and pharmacies really seem to just have the ability to just opt out of this technology. And it, and it should really be ubiquitous. It shouldn't be on consumers to actually have to go to pharmacies and make noise to get this
0: um technology in place well can you imagine the public outcry if if you rob went to a pharmacy they gave you your prescription without any labels on it and said here you go have a good day yeah no exactly right it's exactly what they're doing to us without a talking yep. prescription right so yep. yeah.
2: yeah and you know and people dangerous. might be like
1: oh well you know uh, you know you just you need you know, you know, get your wife to do it or get your, you know, whatever, your caregiver or whatever, but you know, you know what, that's, that's not acceptable. And not everybody has that available. Exactly. So really this should be, this technology should have been in place many, many years ago and it should be standardized and it should be ubiquitous.
3: To think the thing that moved things in Canada, I can't speak for the States, but was, there was a BC human rights complaint, um, and it, the, the B.C. Human Rights Tribunal uh, required shoppers in B.C. To, to start putting out talking prescription labels. And um, I forget the gentleman's name, but he's... That was Rob Sleeth. Yes, Rob Sleeth. Thank you. And he he did all of that. And that because he did that, it, it kind of brought forward the awareness that, oh, these are available because, you know, nobody was really talking about it. And that was probably where the first time I I heard about it, it was when the BC Human Rights Tribunal case came down. And then it started slowly, people started asking for it. But you're right, there is no um, federal mandate for these because prescription labels are controlled uh, by the provinces. And they're, they're the ones that mandate what has to be on a prescription through the uh, Canadian Pharmaceutical Association. And they right. they are not doing much of anything to make sure that this happens. They're also, I think, part of the problem is that the, the pharmacies are doing things for the pharmacy, and but they're not taking into account um, what it means to have an accessible... Uh, label and a usable label. They're just going, What well, this is what's there. And we're not going to push our members to do much more than they're, they're doing.
2: I do have some good news. Breaking news.
3: Uh, break, well, it's not breaking, I guess, but
2: <laughs> uh, I, I went on to Envision America's uh, site and found their Find a Participating Script Ability Pharmacy. And uh, discovered by doing a search with my postal code that within five miles of my location, uh, Daisy's really excited about this in the background. You can probably <laughs> hear the dog barking. Um, there are thirty-six scriptability pharmacies within five miles of me. Nice. Uh, now they're they're all bigger stores: uh, mm. London Drug Shoppers, uh, Safeway, and Thrifties. Uh, I don't see a single independent pharmacy. Pharmasave uh, or. Yeah, nothing, nothing like that. Is pharmacy still around? Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all bigger <laughs> chains. So, right. yeah, I would, I would think that this is something that you know, if you're going to get it mandated, it's got to come through that that pharmaceutical association,
1: right? Yeah, and it really should, um, you know, because it's almost not, also not fair to individual pharmacies to make them, um, you know, it, ad- adapt this technology. Um, on a case by case basis, it should should just be mandated. Absolutely. And it, it, you know, and I guess the also the frustrating thing, I'm sure that is going to happen is that yeah, that's one thing for for the for the website to say okay, yes, this this London Drugs is does indeed have this technology, but then you go and you show up, and you do, you get a pharmacist, a pharmacist that's like, <laughs> oh wait, do we, or they, they have adapted the technology, but not on individual local locations. So you'd have to put in your subscription, say, to your local London drugs. Then they have to fill that prescription off-site, implement that technology, and then get the prescription sent to your local arm which could take up to two or three days. So it might take you know two or three de- extra days to actually fill your prescription. Right. And that's only sort of a partial win as well.
3: Well, that, that's one of the things that um, it was going on in shoppers. And Sobeys has said that uh, within each Sobeys, they're going to have a machine and the pharmacist in each Sobeys will do this stuff. So there might be a day, Delay, but there won't be the big delay like was in Shoppers. Um, my my Rexall or the Rexall that I go to in Ottawa, they have the machine, so I never wait till I'm like right out of my prescription. I you know mm-hmm. will wait till I have a week's left or you know three or four days left. So I'll call and say you know can I I want to refill this prescription. So the wait that I, it takes for me to get it is really not a wait because I know it's going to take a day to get it done, but I still have some of the prescription. I know that in Vision America, and um, uh, his name's Richie Lafave. he said, in, because I had a conversation with him and uh, some other people at, at Script Talk, they're prepared to work with any pharmacy in Canada to try and get them to get script talk into that pharmacy, and they'll work with the pharmacy or pharmacist to get it done. So, um, I, I would encourage people if they want to get it done and they don't have it at their pharmacy, and the pharmacy's not really sure what to do, that you contact Envision America and the, the customer care people are really friendly, really helpful and they'll help you get it done. I mean, that was a bit of the pressure that was also put on uh, at the end of the game was getting Envision America involved and they, they worked stuff out with Rexalta at the end of the day to help make it happen. So I, I, if there's a will, there's a way and i think most pharmacies uh, will do it they just need to be shown how to do it and i think envision america is more than prepared to help get it done
1: and i think that that's you know the important thing about spreading the word and about going to your local pharmacy uh, to you know to put in the request for this cuz once the technology's in And the pharmacists know how to use it. It's very, very easy to use. So, you know, you're sort of paving the way for anybody behind you that might also want to be, you know, taking advantage
0: of this technology. There you go, Ryan. I know I've often thought about asking our Safeway. And I think my wife has actually said that our Safeway has a sign up in the pharmacy that says they have script talk. Oh, do they? Okay, Mm. well,
1: good. Yeah.
0: So I haven't I haven't taken advantage of it. But if they've already got it and it doesn't cost anymore, I probably should. I've got an iPhone and I do take a couple prescriptions that, you know, might be nice to know not to take with, you know, beer um, or tequila. (laughs) So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah.
3: But I think that for for me, I I was okay without it because I, you know, I had my wife who's fully fully sighted and you know, I could always go and ask her to do stuff. And then the pharmacy was really good. You know, I could just say, well, I need this medication, but I've got some medications. I can't even pronounce their names. Right. I mean, they're, they're big, long. I don't know what languages are in, but Mm -hmm. I can't pronounce them and I can't memorize the prescription numbers. So it's, this has been able allowed me now to be more proactive with the pharmacy i can talk to the pharmacist about what's going on i don't have to worry about is my wife available to to do things and for her she, she's also said you know she's obviously being a bit of a caregiver but for her it's made it one less thing that she has to worry about you know, as as spouses are, they they have lots to do, and they they you know they don't have to worry about one thing in our lives. It makes their lives easier, and I think for caregivers too, it will make a big difference for for them if if a person who's you know like says, well, I need to reorder my prescriptions, and they go, well, which one the person can tell them by showing them on the script talk right. that's going to make everybody's life easier. I mean I just think that this is something that we should all be pushing for and using if if we're taking prescriptions even if you're taking one prescription it's something that everybody should have available to them if they need it.
0: Yep. Will the app remind you when you're getting close to, like, can you set a reminder that you need refills? Um, like I know it no. said you had zero refills, but would there be a reminder?
3: It tells you on the label, like, the well, the sample one has zero, but I've got one that's got four refills. So when you get the, um, like, if you go and order, you have four refills, you order, when the next label comes in and you, you scan it, it will reduce the number to three. Right. So when you're reviewing what you have in your meds, it'll tell you how many, how many refills you have left. Right. And so that way, yes, it does remind you um, when you rescan the new label. And it doesn't, one of the things it doesn't do is keep multiple labels in there. So if you've got um something for like metformin which is a diabetic drug if it had four refills when you get the next one it'll just put it in an over top and everything stays the same just the number changes right so it'll say three refills so you won't end up with the the, and having to take out the one that had four
1: so just to clarify uh once again for the audience so the app that you use as as the reader yeah you can just download that for free on your smartphone
3: it's it's script talk and it's uh capital s c r i p capital t a l k mobile
1: right so the really the only cost to this would be the pharmacy itself that would need to to purchase some sort of a is it a steve do you know anything about this is it a is it a like a small machine that they use to to print off the labels is that how it works you know what
2: i've i've not seen it in action i don't know Mm -hmm. i think
3: that's exactly what it is it's a machine that has you put the label in and then you um program it on the, the the their side which i guess it's like the machine has got a keyboard to it and you program the different fields and then you just peel the label off and they put it on, in my case, they're putting it on the bottom of my my prescription bottle and then I scan it. Uh, and that's the cost to the pharmacy right now from what I understand is, is just the labels. I think depending on what you want to do with Script Talk or however the pharmacy wants to enter into the contract with Script Talk, They may provide the the machine, but I was offered a machine for free. So if somebody doesn't have a smartphone and there are lots of blind people out there that don't have smartphones, you can get a script talk. um, Envision America will provide you with a reader for free and they'll help you learn how to use it.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I can't see it being that difficult for the pharmacy to program the codes in because you know, Steve, our way around tags are NFC tags. Right? They are, yep. Yeah. And it's the same technology. They're NFC tags that Envision is using Envision America for script talk. So, you know, I can program my way around tags right onto my phone, slap them onto something, and the next time I tap that tag, yeah. it reads it to me. So, like Dean said, they probably just have, you know, a chip reader. They put a chip in, type out all the information. Right hit send or write tag and they're done. It can't be right. that difficult. No, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not rocket science. And I'm, you know, and I'm sure there's, you
1: know, there's a bit of a initial cost for the pharmacy to, yep. to, you know, to purchase everything that they need to produce the labels mm-hmm. and, you know, then maybe they, they do have to like purchase new labels over time. Um, but I mean, I'm sure that that's all, you know, fairly negligible when you compare it against, you know, just the, the impact that that has downstream on the consumer. Pharmacies are making money hand over fist. No, exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, listen, all of this should be bundled into like the, the new accessibility acts. I mean, there's, there can't be, you can't tell me that there's anything more important than having accessible medication labels, you know, over anything else, you know, that, that the the new accessibility acts are going to cover. So
3: I wholeheartedly agree. I mean our safety security and and, and this is one of them is paramount and I, there's no reason we can't have what the cited community has especially with this this information is so easy to get hold of and you know as far as I'm concerned it's super easy to use so I think that there's no reason that they they can't do it and that they should do it be good corporate citizens.
1: Yeah, no exactly. So,
3: well, so a lot again, of it
0: again comes back comes around to us having to educate, right? Cuz you know, your main main pharmacy probably doesn't even know it exists.
1: Yeah. And that's the frustrating part about this is that right is that once again, you know, the consumers we're going to have to go out there and make the noise and and you know, tell the pharmacies your local pharmacy, you know, if they don't know about this technology, tell them about it and just keep asking, asking the questions. And the more noise the consumers make, um, the more likely it is that we're going to we're going to see this in in more places.
2: I, I think it's a mistake, too, to just uh, frame this as a thing for people with visual impairments, too, because, uh, you know, there, there's a huge population in Canada that's functionally illiterate. They, mm-hmm. they literally cannot read.
3: Mm, good able- points.
2: Um, it, this is, this covers a, a, a larger population than just the visually impaired, uh, community.
3: Well, one of the things that I should say is that it's not just, um, the, 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 the NFC tags that Scriptalk has. They also have, um, ways to do, if somebody doesn't want that, you can do the labels in Braille. They also can do, um, large font. Uh, uh, I guess, labels. The other thing that I found out the other day is that the Talk, um mobile app is only works on on the phones. But the iPad has a uh, an, an app too, and it will read the um, labels that are in Braille and the labels that are on in large font. But it won't read the the NFC tags, so they 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 are moving on, and they do have other pieces for the, the visually impaired. But I think even some seniors that uh, are you know have a hard time with you know reading things because you know as a senior you it gets harder. you have the shake, so you can't you're shaking the bottles, so you can't read the label. This would help them too. I mean, I think that there is a, a wider community than just the visually impaired community that could use this. But I think it's got to start somewhere, and the pharmacies need to start providing it.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, it's it, you know, honestly, it sounds like this is something that the the uh, whoever it is, the organization around pharmacies. Uh, yeah, they need to take this up and they need to, to mandate it, and make it happen for sure as well. So, but until then, you know, like I said, you know, I think that the more noise we can make about the fact that this technology is even out there and that it's within your your consumer right to go to your pharmacy and and to ask them to carry it. Uh, you know, I guess that's probably what needs to happen in, in the short term.
0: Well, even just we- asking your pharmacy, because, you know, if you have one just down the street, they may even already have it and you just had never asked for it.
1: True. That's a good point, too. Yeah, you never know. Never know until you ask. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, Dean, uh, we want to thank you so much for for coming on and and sharing your story with us and, and, you know, telling us about Script Talk.
3: Appreciate you having me on. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And we'll make sure that we, you know, we include, um, you know, the link to Envision America and uh, the links to, to Script Talk. Uh, apps in the show notes as well, in case anyone else is interested. And as well as uh, a link to the, uh, the CBC story, even though it's a, it's a couple months old and we've got yeah. some, some updates, but still it's, it's really, it's an, it's uh,
0: an interesting read.
3: Okay. Well, thank you very much.
0: Thanks so much, Dean. Okay, take care, Dean. Well, there you go. There you go. Alrighty. <laughs> Another accessibility product. Saving the world one pharmacy at a time. Yep.
2: Yeah. It's, it's nice to like, see that it's it's actually gaining some traction, but but you're right. The fact that it's not mandated is is weird.
1: It is really weird. It's, this is technology that's, uh, that's game changing for a lot of people. And you think about all the things that
0: should be accessible and, you know, medication should have been something on the list a long time ago. Well, and even, you know, when Rob Sleeth and his organization, ASIC, filed the human rights complaint and won, the government right then and there. Right then and there, should have adopted it and mandated it, like you said. Like well, the human Pharmaceutical rights...
2: Association should have mandated it. Yeah. Right. They ruled yeah, in this right. favor.
0: It's done. You know?
1: Yeah. 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 It's weird that they, it's it's weird that that kind of didn't have any sort of mm-hmm. huge,
0: do more litigation impact. in
2: Canada? <laughs> uh, it, you, you'd have to be on drugs to not think it's a good idea. <laughs>
1: yes. That's <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Now well, they're taking it with milk. That's the problem. Because they don't know any better. Because they can't read the goddamn labels. That's right.
2: Hey Rob. Uh, yes. Guess what I got. What? I got a box. Oh you, no! You really? Got a box
0: today? Yeah, I do. No way.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: The mystery box from Liz has arrived. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do
1: we need to set this up? Are you going to open it on air? I'm going to do do an
2: unboxing with you right now. Okay.
1: So this is cool. Okay. Let's set this up. So Liz. Okay. Where did this all start? I don't even know where this all started. Uh,
2: This all started in conversations about uh, subtle differences between the U.S. and Canada in terms of our consumer products. So right.
0: chips and cookies and different varieties down there versus in Canada.
2: Yeah. So oh. so Lissa Lissa prepared a smorgasbord <laughs> of of junk food. Yes. Uh, for for her poor poor <laughs> deprived Canadian co hosts. Right. And uh, let me tell you, there's some beauties here. Rob's oh, okay. This is amazing. Okay, uh, I'm yeah, ready. You yeah. ready? Let's open. The, let's right, open okay. the box. So, so I got this. I got this box today, just after coming back from Ryan's place, where I I did drop off a bottle of tarantula tequila for him because you got to keep the good times rolling. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And and he did say uh, a while back that he wasn't drinking tarantula anymore. And uh, yeah, I, I think we're putting a lie to that now. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> All right. So. First we off, go. The, down very, the very first thing I am greeted by are Doritos. Okay, excellent. These are Elder Scroll spicy nacho flavored Doritos. Next up, new flavor. Sweet and tangy barbecue Doritos.
1: Nope. We definitely don't have those.
2: We definitely don't have those. Yeah.
1: Barbecue Doritos. That's yep. intriguing. Yeah. Really good stuff.
2: All right. And, and last but not least for the okay. Doritos are and yeah. Hot Cool Ranch. Now, okay. I, I understand that there are illiteracy issues in the United States because and Hot and Cool are <laughs> absolute what opposites. is going on <laughs> so how I'm... can you have a flaming hot
1: cool ranch that's amazing well we have the cool only way I, the only way
2: i can figure it is you know if uh, the Yellowstone ranch burned up in a fire you could go <laughs> hey that was a cool ranch and now it's flaming hot but uh otherwise wow okay uh, thats I think, I think this is the most oxymoronic version of Doritos so far
1: yeah and I'm fascinated by those. I wonder, maybe every other chip is like a cool ranch, and like it's like a hot chip, hot chip, cool, hot chip, hot chip, cool. Who knows? Maybe (laughs) half and half. Maybe one side's like flaming hot, and the other side's cool. I don't know. Like it's okay.
2: Right now, I got to tell you, the rest of this box, (laughs) and it's and it's not a small box, is Oreos. Yes, it's just Oreos. There's
0: like ten bags of Oreos, (laughs) Rob. It is insane of the year. One, two, three,
2: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes, ten exactly. Yes. There you go Oh my god, really? <laughs> All what right. Ten boxes of okay. For, first up, we have the family size golden Oreos, which is the plain okay white yep. Oreo with the white frosting on the inside. Now, I don't recall having seen these. On the shelf or Oreo cookies here. I don't think we get white Oreo cookies.
1: No, I don't think, I so think
0: we do. No,
1: well, we
2: get them. We get them in, we get the equivalent, I guess, in Girl Guide cookies, right? The, the, the you no, get on I think one we side vanilla, vanilla, vanilla and, well, maybe, maybe um, we do. Uh, But these wait, are vanilla, so the... these are golden right sorry
1: okay oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know about that one either but okay let's put that okay
2: I'm guessing they're vanilla does it say anything on Yeah. The back here? I'm down with uh, those
1: actually sometimes the chocolate annoys me I'm not gonna lie
2: oh there's an ad on the back Oreo chocolate candy bars you have got to try this Liz, what? Liz if you're listening you did oh, not send is. any of the Oreo chocolate candy bars and it says right here we have got to try this
0: <laughs>
2: Christmas present idea all right, next you guys
0: are
1: you guys are so lucky she didn't send this to me because these would all be gone. <laughs>
2: yeah, and of course I don't I don't eat any of this stuff, so you know you, this is between you and Ryan. This is entirely oh, on you and Ryan too. Okay, excellent. I, you might get me on some of the Doritos, but not not we'll, the Oreos. We'll work it out. <laughs> we'll work it out. Uh, the next up we have is the family size lemon flavor cream oreos oh my god are
1: you serious
2: i'm very serious these are lemon cream Uh, oreos oh Natural flavor with other natural flavor. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> is other natural flavor a trademark term? Natural Maybe. flavor with other. Oh, nat- wow. There's no TM on that. So
0: mm. you
1: oh, my God. Lemon Oreos. That is, Please, that my head's just exploding.
2: No, that's not reading. No, don't read the, Don't ruin don't it, it for to, me. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. All right. Next up. Yep. Dark chocolate flavor cream Oreos. What?
1: Yeah, 100% oh, yeah.
2: sustainably sourced cocoa.
1: Wow, dark chocolate cream.
2: Yeah, I like dark chocolate. You might actually get me with these ones. Yeah, you know what? I Z- hate dark might...
1: chocolate. So you guys, it's that's I, I, I totally will abdicate that one. Right. We're but gonna have
2: a... to. We're gonna have to have an Oreo splitting up party here. I think. Yeah. No
1: kidding. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't, I can't believe bunch of Ziplocs.
2: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> save save the tequila, run.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's gone already, isn't it? Okay.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Maybe we'll just have to have you guys over here to do the podcast recording. And we'll have a feast. <gasps> That's a great idea.
2: Yeah. All right. Great Next idea. up. Again, these are all family size. There's there's a lot of cookies. <laughs> all right. So next up, we have birthday cake flavored cream. Okay,
1: Oreos. I've I heard a rumor that these things existed. I'm, yeah, I'm super sure. intrigued by that too.
2: Birthday cake flavor cream, naturally and artificially flavored with rainbow sprinkles.
1: Oh, That's the sprinkles! I uh, yeah,
2: I'm a sucker for a sprinkle.
1: Okay, I'm intrigued by those too.
2: All right, oh, that sounds <sighs> so good. Next, mint flavor cream Oreos oh no really yeah <sighs> i i heard a waistline just expand right there.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that reminds me of girl guide cookies those those ones they're so yeah. good mint is so good
2: with why all don't this, they? Ha- with all this crinkly packaging i have the full attention of the bulldog
1: right mm-hmm. now yeah i know i'll bet yeah, yeah got everybody's full attention i why don't they have these up here this is ridiculous
2: all right next up yep Chocolate hazelnut flavor cream Oreos.
1: Oh, you got to be <laughs> kidding me!
2: Now, here, uh, here they do say right on them, it is 100% sourced cocoa, but it is artificially flavored. Hmm. Uh, we can, we can hook them up with hazelnuts up here. Holy! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> well, see if
1: they work with us and stop hogging all you know what, the Oreos.
2: I, I bet those, I bet those assholes at Nutella bought them all up.
1: Yeah, yeah maybe. All right,
2: probably. Next up. Caramel coconut Oreos. Oh, come on. Caramel <laughs> coconut. Oh. Caramel coconut flavored cream artificially flavored with coconut pieces.
1: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> Gluten free Oreos.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting, but that's nice. That's nice to be including all those celiacs. Yeah. yeah. Right. Welcome to the party, celiacs.
2: Two left. You, Here we go. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Yep. Ready? What what haven't you heard that you think we need, Rob?
1: S'mores. I don't know.
2: Ooh, that's a, that's actually a really good guess. It, it it's not it, it's not here, but it's a really good guess. And and hey, Oreo people, pay attention. S'mores. Yeah. Uh, we have peanut butter flavor cream Oreos. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I will hide these from Wait. my daughter.
1: With uh is that week like with chocolate, like with the chocolate wafers and Cho- peanut- chocolate wafers,
2: peanut butter oh. on the inside. Damn. Yeah. Oh, how are they holding back? I, guess. <laughs> I can't believe it. Right? Yeah, we're we're being hosed. We are. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, toffee crunch flavor cream. And those oh jeez. <laughs> like little score bits inside. Oh. Uh, Toffee flavored cream artificially flavored with sugar crystals. Yeah, I'll fight you, you for those. Bastards.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow, that's insane. Isn't it that they have so many wait? Maybe do we have an Oreo factory in Canada? Maybe maybe they're just lazy here. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. We gotta do something about this. This is this is ridiculous. Oreo well, oversight.
2: Committee. Here, here's here's the thing. These are, I'm just looking at the back of the package here, distributed by uh general mills canada ontario mondelez global <laughs> llc east hanover new jersey so oh. all we got to do is invade new jersey
1: <laughs> there you go and
2: That'll it wouldn't be, be the first time we've done it
1: it's very close
2: yeah, yeah. It's
1: right across we, the river that's right we could we could do it yeah seize the oreo factory
2: That's right. I think we should take everything down past Vermont so that we get their uh, maple syrup too.
1: Yeah, there you go. Really, that should belong to us anyways.
2: That's right. We should corner the market on all of that.
1: Well, I have to say Liz has done outdone
0: herself this time.
1: Yeah, that's
2: uh, above and beyond. Well, now you know why she was
0: was... saying the cost of shipping was like three times the the contents of the box.
1: (laughs) That means that... uh, yeah
0: but the box is so good
1: um Mm -hmm. we will we will figure out what we're gonna send down there
2: an ultimate canadian snacks
1: yeah (laughs) yeah because uh i don't know though it's hard to compete with all those oreos
2: yeah but let's get some let's get some listener input on this we need emails from people what are the penultimate canadian only snacks and Guys, we can't ship a poutine. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we ship the ingredients for poutine? Uh, um, I
0: don't
2: know. I think the curds you know. are probably a little dodgy. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: exactly. And it might take a while. I mean, that that did take a couple of weeks to get to you. Mm-hmm. If you just got it today, she was talking about that a couple of weeks ago. So, did, but So, yeah, old. I don't think curds would last that long. So probably not. So... That's okay. I mean, they. I mean, I feel like Poutine's gaining steam down there. I think you can get Poutine. So no I don't problem. think it's as hard as hard to get as you might think.
2: Well, I I think I think we need to really focus our efforts on processed junk food as well. Yes, I think exactly. That's
0: really well, though we we need to be careful though because she's on mm-hmm. a whole she's new food diet. Thing
2: not oh, anymore that's <laughs> that's yeah. didn't stop her yeah i mean she can she can say that she's on a on a, a diet but uh she she'll just have to enlist people to eat them for her <laughs> for her and describe the experience
1: yeah really and we usually in processed stuff there's no uh there's no dairy anyways because it wasn't it mainly dairy that she's can't have uh yeah i don't i don't, I I don't so. know but... oh, we'll have to go back and listen to the other episode but <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll figure it out all right well all of that made me very hungry so i want to get the heck out of here and go eat all right you guys uh what do you think let's do it that's rapper okay uh hey ryan rub where can people find us at banter.com man a few words and much information they can also drop us an email if they so desire
2: at cowbell at atbanter.com. and you know we still hang out on that toxic toxic social media mm-hmm. twitter facebook instagram we're there we're there in such a huge way please yep. help us we're not there in a huge way <laughs>
1: And uh make sure that you send in those suggestions of what we should send to Liz.,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do we send our poor deprived Americaner to the south?
1: Yep. yep. We demand all of your input.
2: And a bulletproof vest is not edible, so
1: <laughs> and, and we can't actually ship edibles over the border either because we' we'll oh, there's general. that,
2: yeah, yeah, also
1: <laughs> <laughs> Also, also not no, no good. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I guess then that will about do it for us this week. Big thanks, of course, to Dean for joining us. And we will see
2: everybody next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Canadian Assistive Technology, providing low vision and blindness solutions across Canada. Find us online at www.canastech.com. That's C-A-N-A-S-S-T-E-C-H dot com or call us toll-free at 1-844-795-8324. For all your assistive technology servicing needs, call Chaos Technical Services at 778-847-6840 or find them online at chaostechnicalservices.com.